Sentire Media. Hello, you. Just doing a quick technical test here. Sorry to clog up your sound feed. To ask for your forgiveness, I am including a free episode of the News Cappuccino feature, one of those you can find on Patreon. I hope you enjoy it, and once again, apologies doing some technical updates on my tracking system. Buongiorno, this is News Cappuccino. E non dire più quelle cose che hai detto. So, today I'm sitting in the bar in our new little hometown of Cavriago. Uh, obviously that means it's new for us because the town itself has been around for over a thousand years. The square I'm sitting in is Piazza Zanti. The bar in Piazza Zanti has better pastries than the bar just the way down. Not quite as good as the bakery, but pretty good, and the selection is wonderful. Piazza Zanti, named after the partisan and left-wing politician Angelo Zanti, cannot but lead us to think of politics. Indeed, in Italy, we have just been through a round of local elections. The mayoral elections in Italy happen in two turns, unless, of course, there is a strong winner in the first turn in which he or she is elected mayor straight away. If not, you have a second turn in which basically the other voters who have voted the other candidates have a chance to make their votes converge upon one of the two leading candidates. Very, very often the local elections are also a test of what's going on on a national level, although there are some people who are rather attentive to local politics and will vote based on what is going on in their community. If you look on a national level, the big news of this series of elections is that the centre-left has won 5-0 when you consider the big cities. And they are Bologna, Milan, Naples, Turin and Rome. The biggie being Rome, where the candidate for the five-star movement and outgoing mayor, Virginia Raggi, was ousted. Indeed, in the remaining comuni or municipalities, the centre-right only actually took three, and they are those of Grosseto in Tuscany, Trieste up in Friuli, and my birth town of Novara. But I spent very little time there. I was practically only born there. The left, obviously, are very happy with the results, and it's made a bit of a mess in the right wing. Let me give you a little bit of recent history of the right wing in Italy. We are currently in what is generally termed as the Second Republic. The First Republic being from the end of the First World War, from the start of our Republic, to more or less the Berlusconi era. Indeed, the early 90s with the Tangentopoli, with the 
kickback city scandal and the subsequent clean hands investigation in a certain sense marked the end of the First Republic because it totally disintegrated such historical parties as the Christian Democrats and the Socialist parties, with important members of both of those parties ending up in jail or in exile. Starting with the Berlusconi era, the centre-right has been generally composed of three main parties with other small satellite parties coming and going. Those parties have been Berlusconi's Forza Italia party, the anti-immigration Northern League, which then became the League, La Lega, and some sort of other right-wing party which was, in the past, Alleanza Nazionale, National Alliance, and now is Fratelli d'Italia, brothers, and if you want, sisters of Italy, considering fratello means brother, but as a collective, it can also mean brothers and sisters. The leader of Forza Italia till this day is good old Silvio Berlusconi. The leader of the League is Matteo Salvini, and the leader of Fratelli d'Italia is the only woman in the group, Giorgia Meloni. Now, in the early 90s and all the way up to the 2010s, it was Berlusconi's Forza Italia party that dominated the coalition, going beyond 30% and sometimes reaching up to 40 The Lega historically played a minor role, staying under 10%, as did the other party, which was Alleanza Nazionale and now Fratelli d'Italia. However, In recent times, that balance has changed drastically. First of all, the Lega overtook Forza Italia and reached very high levels of approval, going above and beyond 30%. In more recent times, instead, it is Giorgia Meloni's Fratelli d'Italia that is gaining ground, becoming almost the first of the three parties. Indeed, After the results of the recent elections, Giorgia Meloni has declared that they need a summit, and that means there's going to be trouble in the centre-right. She has also perhaps gained approval because she has managed to catch the votes of those that are unhappy with the general government coalition. You may or may not know that in this period we have one of our largest majorities supporting the government in our history, with practically every political party except for Giorgia Meloni's Fratelli d'Italia supporting the current Mario Draghi government. The Lega's loss of position may have something to do with a lot of financial scandals they have been involved in, And one in particular recently comes to mind with Matteo Salvini's personal media guru, a man by the name of Luca Morisi, being caught up in a scandal. Indeed, he was caught doing a drug party with loads of cocaine and two young Romanian male prostitutes. This is Very, very ironic because the Lega party tends to have a rather homophobic, traditional family view of society. It is also rather interesting because it was this guru, Luca Morisi, who may have orchestrated Salvini's move with the whole are you a drug dealer issue. Let me take you back a bit. 
The year before last, we had regional elections in the region of Emilia-Romagna, the region I live in. Ever since the end of the Second World War, Emilia-Romagna has been governed by the centre-left. But it seemed for a moment in the most recent election that the Lega candidate could finally break that taboo and become governor of the region of Emilia-Romagna. One of the various campaign stunts that Matteo Salvini pulled during that period was to go to an area of Bologna in which the neighbourhood residents were accusing a young North African man of being a drug dealer. Salvini's solution to the problem was to ring his doorbell and ask him, are you a drug dealer? At the time, this was obviously met with great indignation for the violation of the young man's privacy, lack of any kind of proof or investigation, and most of all, we all thought, well, if it's that simple to find a drug dealer, why have we been wasting all of this money over the years in investigating them and building up cases and so on? All we had to do all the time was go around ringing doorbells and saying, are you a drug dealer? It is highly, highly ironic, therefore, that Matteo Salvini's media guru was caught in the drug party. And this gave rise to one of my favourite most recent memes. You see Matteo Salvini ringing the doorbell, asking the now iconic question, are you a drug dealer? And you see the speech bubble coming out of the intercom saying, Matteo, you idiot, it's me, Luca. Anzi vai pure a rimediare, anzi vai pure a rimediare, anzi vai pure a rimediare. Sentire media. Hey podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentiri Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.